Let's pray. Almighty God, uh, we gather together um, and we are all lacking many things in our lives, most especially faith. So we pray today for the faith that comes through the power of your word. Amen. I often hear people ask this question. How would you handle this if you didn't have faith? In fact, I was asked this question this week in a situation that I was facing. Now, this question always causes me to pause a little bit. And when I think about this question, I mostly think about the faith part. Because we all know through our own experiences in this life that faith does not create immunity from hardship. Regardless of faith, we all must experience the emotions and the pain of being human. The risk of being hurt or having our hope for future changed in a moment is always present. We are human and we are mortal. The risk of loss and death are with us always. Another facet of this question that I think about is how do we know that someone has faith? Do we just assume it? Can we classify someone as having faith if they go to church regularly, if they wear a cross necklace, if they can quote scripture with ease? And then I think about this, how much faith is really necessary to constitute having faith? Is there a certain level where, well, faith is faith? It seems to vary, doesn't it? Some days we say, yes, I feel it, I have faith. And then some days we doubt, so overwhelmed by what we are experiencing, that faith seems to leak out of our hearts like oil dripping from an engine. Jesus has just finished feeding thousands of people with just two loaves of bread. I'm sorry, that's five loaves of bread and two fish. We hear that he made his disciples get into a boat to go to the other side of the lake. Well, Jesus dismissed those crowds of people. Jesus needed a breather, so he went by himself up a mountain to pray. The disciples are caught in a storm then on the Sea of Galilee, the winds beating up against the boat. They are so far from land, and it is the darkest time of night. As they try to navigate this chaos, they see something or someone walking on the water toward them. Of course, their minds go to the worst. They think it's some sort of ghost. They panic and they scream out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I. Do not be afraid. 
Peter pushes it. Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And so Jesus says, come. So Peter got out of the boat, started walking on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened and beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? Now, how do you hear the tone of Jesus' voice when he says those words? Do you hear it as condemning, like, you of little faith, why are you doubting? Or do you hear it as a simple statement of fact, you of little faith, why do you doubt? I want you to think about this question for a minute. Why is it that you doubt? Why do you doubt? I think we doubt because we hear about the cruel, unfathomable, inhumane acts of ISIS and fear freezes the blood in our veins. We doubt because we do not understand why bad things can happen to good people. We doubt because right now your marriage is teetering on the edge of disillusion and it seems like there is nothing you can do. And I think mostly we doubt because we cannot seem to find God when we really need him the most. He's hidden to us. We wonder then, where is this Jesus walking on water? when the chaos and the cruelty of life is crashing against our boat right now. We can't avoid naming the things that cause us to doubt. Our worship and our prayers and our relationship to each other need to create space to ask this question and then be vulnerable enough to truthfully answer it. For some reason, Jesus seems to understand all of this. He gets that our faith seems to vacillate and that the things of this world cause us to doubt. We doubt, is there really a God out there who cares that I'm barely making it as we get tossed to and fro in this life? And so Jesus asks, you, with a little faith, why are you doubting? It's interesting to look at Jesus' actions in this story. He walks on water. He names God's presence. And in Matthew, when he says, is it I? That is the same word that God uses in the bush to Moses. I am. Jesus is saying right there, I am God. Jesus tells us not to be afraid. He pulls Peter by the hand out of the crushing waves and then he gets into the boat with the disciples. And in that moment, when he gets into the boat, the winds cease, and the disciples' doubt then turns to worship. Truly, you are the Son of God. You see, we can have doubt and still worship. They go hand in hand in this story. 
But back to faith. What is it and how does it come to be? Martin Luther says in his explanation of the Apostles' Creed, I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me to the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, and sanctified and kept me in the true faith. You see, we can't create faith. We can't work hard to earn it, and we can't store it up. It is gifted to us by God himself in our baptism. So how does it get nurtured and how does it grow? By the proclamation of Jesus. By hearing through these stories that God through Jesus Christ holds us no matter what. And he has a promised future for each of us in this life and in death. Peter could not on his own avoid the chaos of the sea. He could not walk upon it, and he could not save himself from it. It was all Jesus. And so I seriously think when people ask, how would you handle this if you did not have faith? I think what they're really wondering is this. How can we endure this life if we don't know that Jesus is in the boat with us. For Matthew, Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. That is what the angel of the Lord said to Joseph in a dream when he finds out that Mary is pregnant. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel. And those are the last words that Jesus says as he ascends into heaven at the end of Matthew's gospel. And remember, I am with you always until the end of the age. We are not meant to bear this life on our own. God comes down to be with us, Emmanuel. And so if you wonder about God's presence, and we all do, hear that to doubt is to be human. And within it, hear that it is in the perils of this world, when all is sinking quickly under, that Jesus comes and says, take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. And then he gets into your boat, and he bequests you faith. And then consider how we may begin to cultivate faith that we are given. How do we live and express faith in our daily lives in the world? Maybe it's by extending your arm to someone as they are sinking down and step into the boat with them as they navigate the fear and chaos they are experiencing, Jesus will make room. Amen.